This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Everyone's a critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Hello and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. And today I'm joined by T. Xiaoik from the Health and Living team. Hi, Shamela. It's so nice to um, talk about something else that's not related to health for a bit. <laughs> well, then thank you for saying yes. And I'm actually really glad that you're joining me today for this because uh, we have something quite special to review today. It is an online art exhibition called Upper Pandang Pandang, uh, which is, um, well, to put it simply, it's an online exhibition of art created by children from underprivileged communities and it's sort of been vectorized and, and presented in a gallery and in various forms as videos, as um, an interactive game and so on. Uh, the whole thing is a project by a social enterprise called Good Kids uh, who work with uh, young people from the B40 communities around uh, KL. So I think the significant thing is that these are all artworks that were done um, over the course of the last year during the pandemic with uh, people from Good Kids and their art teachers kind of working remotely through whatever means really, um, mobile phones and uh, trying to make sure that these kids had something to do. So I thought that uh, as a project, as an initiative, it, it was really interesting. Xiaoyi, what did you think of it? Look, I thought like what you said, right? The fact that um, they, they, they saw the need for an initiative um, that would connect the kids um, because um, it surprised me a lot. It shouldn't, but I guess it was an eye-opener um, to go on the website and to look at the stories and the artworks and, and the, the context for it and to realize that um, a lot of kids uh, have been very much left behind during this pandemic uh, because of the lack of uh, digital access. Already they're out of schools and they're losing those kinds of face-to-face um, -face connections and social interactions. Uh, and the fact that because they're underprivileged, they don't have, um, they don't always have digital access. Uh, something that we take for granted, I think, um, uh, among a certain uh, income level, um, it makes you realize uh, how much this leaves kids behind, how much it isolates them, uh, and the impact is both immediate and real, um, but also quite possibly long-lasting. So I thought it great that good kids um, saw that uh, there was a gap there where they could go in and, and help to connect these kids uh, and give them some sort of outlet, um, not only to um, express themselves, but um, it then can become an advocacy project, right, to enlarge and a lot of other people who are not aware of the struggles that these kids are going through. Yes, and, and that's actually essentially the end goal of this platform. They are uh, raising funds to create a larger digital academy for children from these communities. I, You use the word isolation and you used um, the word um, connect, right? And I think those are both themes that came through so strongly throughout this project um, because the project both has actual, uh, uh, you know, drawings and, and artwork that the kids have created. Uh, then they kind of also use bits and pieces of different works they've done to create um, little stories and characters that you can explore. But all of them, so many of them really talk about that sense of isolation that they've been faced with over the last year. And what I really liked about this project is the fact that uh, it very much points out that 
these are children that already are faced with other challenges. Um, they talk about, um, you know, difficult family backgrounds or, or, or the, the struggle of not having money or bullying um, or, you know, just simple things like living in a neighbourhood where it's there's always rubbish everywhere. Um, and then they talk about how the pandemic and that isolation has added to it. Um, and I thought that was quite profound. You get so much from it when you look at the works that these kids have created. And I like the fact, and I and I don't know how much of it was perhaps a um, a collaborative idea uh, of good kids talking to the kids and 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 using the concept of uh, as you will see when uh, if you were to go into the website and start exploring the artworks, the idea that these kids battle what they call hantus in their daily lives, right? And um, it is a metaphor for their daily challenges. It's not about actual ghosts, although um, the, some of the artwork, uh, or rather the vectors on the website, depict these ghosts flying around. But as you get to zoom in on different parts of it, you see that uh, it's not a literal ghost, um, but it's the challenges that plague their daily lives. And that um, was an interesting uh, way to present, especially, um, I think, in in these realities, in, in this daily um, sort of like bombardment of news we get about, you know, bad news and, and everyone's facing challenges, uh, that was a very creative way to make you um, stop and think and want to find out more about these challenges. Like you said, bullying, um, you know, uh, family not having enough money, um, kids having to become the caregivers for their younger siblings because uh, their parents are both working, probably holding down several jobs. Uh, and it was a great opportunity for me to um, use these experiences to talk to my six-year-old son about it, who is very privileged, um, has no idea um, of the realities of other communities outside of um, the, what he sees uh, on a daily basis. So I'm glad you brought up your son because um, I know that you actually recorded some of those discussions um, and I thought it'd be really interesting for us to hear directly from another child. Uh, so here's a bit of Xiaowik's conversation um, regarding Upper Pandang Pandang um, with her son, Declan Go. What does this mean? There's more in me than anyone can see. What can people see when they look at you? Your clothes and your face. But can they see the things that you like to do when they look at you? No, you have to tell. Alright, please read this. We believe all students deserve access to academics and artistic learning, regardless of their socioeconomic status, race and religion. So it doesn't matter if you have a lot of money or no money. It doesn't matter if you're Chinese, Malay, Indian, or any other race. It doesn't matter if you're Christians, Muslim, Hindu, or whatever religion. Or no religion. Yeah. Just somebody throwing their rubbish in front of someone else's house. It's not a good thing. Really, that would be yucky rubbish on my head. But sometimes I see rubbish on the pavement not thrown away. What do you think people should do with rubbish? Throw it in their bins, not there. Mango, root, orange. So these are two boys they look like. 
This is money, fifty dollars. This boy is asking this boy to give him fifty dollars, and this boy is scared. I think he's just really scared. But make me feel very angry. Then I would make him do something. If he doesn't, I'm going to walk back. Oh my lock! Lock him out. Okay, let me read it to you. Okay, I always feel lonely. I don't have close friends because my mom doesn't let me go out and play. If I could, I want to fly out the window. Yeah, it makes me feel kind of scared, but still, the thing that's awesome is that maybe he could have wings. The best way to do it is to get an escape. I'll leave it to get out. Get out of the house? Yeah, if it's not good. That was uh, Shawik speaking to her son Declan Go um, about the project Upper Pandang Pandang, which is essentially a collection of artwork uh, created by children from the B40 community in Kuala Lumpur. So earlier you mentioned Shawik, uh, the hantus that that sort of populate this project, right? Um, and who are sort of the personification of the various challenges and problems that they face. I really liked actually the all the different ways in which this project makes things very accessible. You you know, even the language they use, it's uh, almost predominantly presented in uh, BM, but also the, the kind of BM. It's not formal. It's very conversational. It, and even uh, using uh, on the opposite side of the hantu, they create these superhero characters out mm. of um, the, the characters that the children had drawn. And I liked all the, the use of these elements, which are very identifiable for children um, as well as adults, because I think it's important, right? Exactly as you said with your son, um, that this is not a um, experience or a narrative that's only confined to people who work in the NGO sector. Mm, exactly. And, um, you know, I think that the people behind this project really were, were very aware of the fact that you know, there's no need to filter what the kids are saying. There's no need to um, pretty it up or, or glam it up. Um, in some aspects of it, very raw, um, very real. Um, it may seem almost simplistic in some ways, but that's exactly how kids see some things, right? I mean, you, you mentioned about the superheroes um, that the kids are imagining themselves as. And one of it is um, Putri Kaching. Um, and uh, she's been drawn with um, dollar notes. And it's not the typical um, movie-like depiction of a superhero. But hey, that's real to these kids, you know. Money um, is a superpower in many exactly. cases. Exactly. So you can see how poverty is a huge challenge for their families. And for them, one of the major solutions is just to have more money and that, that will probably um, you know provide a lot of solutions um, for the things they're going through so it's really it's very uncensored narratives from the kids and that was very powerful um, quite a an eye-opener for me as I talked my son through it uh, because I had to in many ways um uh, go a little bit beyond um, what I translate 
um, from the Bahasa for him and explain to him more on the context um, of the lives of these different communities. So Shiawik and I are reviewing Upper Pandang Pandang, which is an online art exhibition presented by Good Kids, uh, which presents artwork created by children from underprivileged communities over the course of the pandemic. Let us know, uh, have you checked it out? Is this something that uh, you think would help you understand their realities better? You can WhatsApp us, 018-789-8899, tweet us at at BFM Radio, and you can check out the project at goodkids.com.my slash upper pandang pandang. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Bringing fresh meaning. BFM 89.9. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic, jointly presented with Chindana. Welcome back to Everyone's a Critic with me, Sharmila. And today I'm joined by Tishiao Ik from the Health and Living team. And together we are reviewing Upper Pandang Pandang, which is an online art exhibition of uh, works by children from the B40 communities in KL. Uh, and it's a project presented by Good Kids as part of a fundraising effort for uh, an eventual digital academy that they hope to create. So, we spent um, the earlier half of the show talking about our initial reactions to um, to the project and and I think what it's intending, what it's trying to do. And before we move further into talking about the works themselves, I wanted to bring back uh, who I think is eventually going to be the star of this review, <laughs> Shawik San Declan, uh, because Shawik did um, also experience this project with him, and she asked him for his thoughts on the artworks, and here's what he had to say. So do you like this project and everything with your kids? Yeah, because there's a lot of nice drawings. My favorite one is the the Hantu game, the, that game, right? I think I really like this one. The one you fly off of everything in a way. Because uh, it, was, it was awesome for me to become Superman. Right, I really wanted to fly. In my imagination, I wouldn't tell anyone. Hmm? What did you learn from this? I learned that some kids don't have money for food. Some kids don't have enough money. So, you want to run away from the house. You cannot eat. That was Declan Go, Xiaoyi's six-year-old son, uh, talking about his um, reactions and experiences with Upper Pandang Pandang, which is a uh, an online art exhibition of works by children from underprivileged communities. Xiaoyi, I wanted to get into the works themselves because, really, for me, despite all the interactivity and the fun of of the the rest of the website, which is really quite a great effort. Um, for me, in fact, just looking at the gallery section, which features, I think, about 40 over artworks by children of various ages, you know, even if the entire project had just been that, I would have been, I think it would have been a great experience for me. Yeah, I mean, I will say, I think for um, somebody older uh, with the patience to go through the the gallery and and that's what I did uh, on my own as well uh, you get so much diversity right because the kids of different ages and uh, you you see the range of emotions and experiences um, I do really appreciate though that they made it so interactive um, in the main landing page because that got my son and I think for 
if we and it's a great uh, tool to get kids uh, introduced to um, the concepts and and also the the, the challenges that other kids face. Um, I'm glad they did it with the like you said, right, with the vectors, and then some of them pop out. You can click on them. You can sort of like chase them around the screen. Mm-hmm. Without that, if and I tried, um, I tried to get my son to look at the gallery, and he wasn't that interested. I get that. And I, and I think that's probably exactly why it's done this way. And it's presented in multiple ways, right? There's a little video, um, you know, and if you head over to Good Kids um, Instagram page, I think they also share little behind the scenes, well, not really behind the scenes, but sort of the original drawings and how they're converted into the vectors, little reels. Mm. So it, it's really a project that is meant to be consumed digitally. And, and so I think it makes complete sense that they would presented in multiple forms. Um, One thing I wanted to point out I really liked uh, because so often the challenge with these projects is the actual people involved in the projects become a little invisible. And what I liked about this project is just these little excerpts that they would include with each artwork. You know, they'd say, for instance, oh, this is a sassy 20-year-old who likes Korean you know, Korean bands, or um, this boy is finding himself through art, or she has a younger sibling that she takes care of every day. And I feel like it just adds a little bit of humanity and, and a sort of a face to these children, which I think is really important. Yes, absolutely. It gave us so much more uh, than just uh, looking at them as, I don't know, producers of a drawing, right? It gave us a glimpse into um, what they're really going through because they're, they're very they're very nuanced. Uh, they're very much about um, the emotions of that person. This child is mostly reflective, keeps to herself. And, and somehow from there, it makes their artwork um, all that much richer because you get more of a sense of the person behind it. Yeah, I absolutely loved that. And I think you then also get a sense of the kind of relationship that these um, educators have built with the children in the community because it isn't just a touch and go sort of thing. You get the sense that they know these kids, at least to an extent, they know the struggles that they go through on a daily basis. Um, I had a question that I think is a little bit more of a devil's advocate one, um, which is that with works like these, with projects like these, um, yes, there's a call to action. And, and I do hope that whoever who visits this, if you can, um, helps and contributes. But do we veer into sort of doing that bird's eye view of like, okay, I'm going through this now and then that's it. And that's where it sort of lives and dies. Yeah, I I do feel that that may be um, possible, especially in these times when we're so overwhelmed um, by thinking about um, what's happening around us. Um, there's so many uh, actions that we feel we need to take that sometimes we may just shut down. And I do wonder what more could be done. Um, to bring us from the point of appreciating and acknowledging uh, through the artworks their challenges to taking um, more of a concrete step to contribute to it. And perhaps that, that's something that uh, needs to be strengthened. Um, I, I don't know what more could be done, but I feel that it shouldn't be just one fleeting experience of the website. And the fact that... Um, you know, we, we very often need a lot of reinforcement through social media uh, that I feel this, especially with, with such strong images, has a place on social media uh, that could be um, shared among more people. 
Yeah, I, I do think that it's early days yet. The project has just launched. Um, so um, I'm interested to see how they're going to spin, the, spin this off into more uh, efforts to shine a light on these issues. Um, and, and of course, the fact that it the, the exhibition itself is, is meant to be uh, leading towards a larger, more consistent academy that works with children from these communities. Um, I think that's a great effort as well. Um, I just wanted to wrap up by asking you, how would you recommend this project to people? What would you say? You should have given me this question earlier <laughs> to think about. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. So I'm going to um, speak as a parent and uh, take the view of how I would um, share this with other parents because it, I feel it's most powerful um, speaking to people who have kids uh, and also to be used as an opportunity to talk to your kids about difficult topics. So I'd say, you know, your kids are bored at home right now. Uh, Loads of them are asking for screen time all day, around the clock. So this is something that you can do as as a screen, on-screen activity with your kids. Um, They can either explore it on their own or you can walk them through through it and there's there's just lots of discussion points um, lots of opportunities to hey say hey let's take a look at this part what do you think about it um, you know what can we do about it so many of the artworks are really um, sobering younger kids may not get it the older kids may and I think there's a lot of food for thought and especially for parents to still have the conversation even with older kids because um, it may dwell on their minds and I think parents need to be there to reassure uh, and then to sort of, at the end of the day, have have some sort of resolution to, to what they're seeing. So I'd say, first of all, I got my kid on board because he's been bored at home. He wants screen time all the time. And I was like, okay, here, here you go. Here's screen time, but we're going to talk through this together. Um, I, I hope that's a good enough starting point for parents. I think so. And and as an adult who doesn't have a kid, um, I would say that really for me, it's incredibly profound to look at these um, artworks and read the rationale or their stories behind them. And you're right, you know, if we watch movies to learn about the world, if we, you know, go online to read about communities that are struggling, here is a project that really presents it to you in a raw, unvarnished, but very, very empathizable form. There's nothing fake about this. There's nothing manufactured about this. And I think it's it's a, it's a really great way for you to understand and look at a difficult world through eyes that you may have forgotten, I think. Um, we're talking about Upper Pandang Pandang, which is an online art exhibition by Good Kids that platforms artwork created during the pandemic by children from um, underprivileged communities around Kuala Lumpur. You can check the project out at goodkids.com.my slash Upper Pandang Pandang uh, or head on over to Good Kids social media pages. Let us know. Um, is this something that you think you'd check out? Have you visited it already? You can WhatsApp us, 018. 8789-8899 Tweet us at BFM Radio Everyone's a critic Jointly presented with Chindana For updates on Malaysian arts and culture Follow Chindana on Facebook and Instagram Thank you for listening to this podcast 
To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.